0: Glory to Jesus Christ. Glory forever. Be seated if you can. Many years ago, when my children were young, we uh, were looking for an outing and we took them down to just outside of Sweetwater, Tennessee, uh, to the thing that I think is called something like the Underground. Sea or something like that, oh, yeah. the lost, the lost sea. sea. Yes, the lost sea, and it's it's it is underground. It's in a big cave, and uh, it's a big lake in the cave, and we, and fortunately, it's got lots of lights and it's sort of fun. You go out on the boat and you know you're around and looking at interesting things and it's exciting. But uh, at a certain point on the, uh, the excursion, you're out in the boat in the middle of the lake and. With a prearranged signal, they turn off the lights, and uh, you ain't seen dark until you've been in a cave. There is no light; no light gets there at all. There's, you know, any number of feet of Tennessee limestone between you and the light, and you don't see anything. Uh, it's very dark. You hold your. Have you? You've been there? Uh, no, but I've been to a cave in the Smoky and they turn off lights. Oh, that would be scary. Yeah. You've, been, you've been to one of them, too? And when they turn out the lights, they tell you to put your hand in front of your face and you really can't see your hand in front of your face. Uh, what's really frightening about, and it is sort of a frightening experience, even if you are sitting in the boat and you know it's all going to be okay and they're going to turn the lights back on or whatever else, but what's really frightening about it is that, just go with me on this, you cannot see any limits. You can't see anything. You can't see the outline of something. You can't tell where the boat is, your hand is, the water is, the wall is, the way out of here. None of that, you you can't see any of that. Well, this weekend, we commemorate St. Mary of Egypt. St. Mary of Egypt Uh, As a young teenager, left home, ran away from home, went to the streets of Alexandria, and sort of begins to make her way in life without any limits. She drank. She partied. She party, partied. She really carried on with every man and boy she could find. She was a wild woman. She had no limits. Uh, If you will, she was in darkness. There was no light for her. She couldn't see anything. And there's a certain point in your life, usually about 12 or 13, maybe around 14, 15, or 16, that you think to yourself, you would like to not have any limits. Uh, I can remember I had a brother that was five years older than me, and it seemed to me he had many fewer limits than I had. Well, it's because he was five years older, but there's a certain kind of thing. It's like, why, can't, why do I have to come home by midnight? Or why do I have to do this? Why do I have to do that? And you, you know, it's, it's sort of tough on you. Well, Mary had run away from home. She has no limits. And to a certain degree and by a certain measure, people might have imagined her to be really happy. She's just a carefree soul, just wild in Alexandria. And she's so wild. she hears a party going on one day. A group of people get going down. They get on a boat on the way to Palestine. And she thinks, well, I just would love a little, you know, road trip uh, across the Mediterranean. And she hops aboard the boat and starts having a party on the boat. The party's all the way uh, to Israel. Gets there. And everybody goes into Jerusalem for the Feast of the Holy Cross. And as far as she's concerned, that's going to be a great party to us. Let's just go check it out. The cross, fun. And as they're all making their way into the Church of the Holy Sepulchre, Mary runs into a limit. Apparently the first one she had since she ran away from home. And the limit is she tries to walk up through the door that is across the threshold into the Church of the Holy Sepulchre. And she runs into something like an invisible force field. Smack in the face. She cannot... Go in, like running into a wall. God has rescued her, or is in the process of rescuing her, with a limit. She, you know, I'm going to go in, I'm with the party, that happened a good time, I can't go in. It says she tries three times, and the three times of those efforts. Uh, no one can see what's going on outside her because they're all going in. They're not realizing, why is this girl blocking traffic? And uh, she can't go in. But inside her, inside her, these limits are like turning the light on in the cave. You turn the light on, and suddenly you can see where you are. And for Mary, the light comes on, and she realizes, I've been living in a cave. I've been in the dark. I have not been able to see right from wrong. I have been not only destroying my life, but destroying the lives of people around me. She's there. And on the other side of this door is the precious wood, the the true cross of Christ on display. Uh, This is in probably the 500s or 600s or so. It's still there in Jerusalem. And she's trying to get to it. And she sees an icon of the mother of God. That icon is still in Jerusalem. I've seen it. She calls out to the mother of God and says, have mercy on me. Let me go in and venerate the cross of my Savior and I'll do anything you tell me. And she's told, go in. And she goes in. She comes back out. What must I do? The icon speaks to her again. The mother of God speaks to me and says, go down and cross the Jordan, and there you will find salvation. Now she walks in the light. She has seen the light of the true cross. She has venerated the cross of Christ. Now she's walking in the light, and she leaves the part of her old life that was in the darkness, and she goes into the desert. And there for the next 40 somewhat years, We have later her her own testimony that she gave to the elders also. She prayed, she sought Christ, she found freedom from the darkness of the the alcohol she had become addicted to. She found freedom from uh, the desires of her flesh that she had become addicted to. She found freedom from the false, dark marriage that she had become addicted to because she was being transformed not into Mary of the Dark Cave, but to St. Mary of Egypt, one of the greatest saints who's ever lived, such that years later when Zosima met her and they were praying, he saw her lifted a full foot off the ground in the air as she prayed. She had found salvation and transformation. She was not only seeing the light, she was becoming the light. She walked on water. She was an amazing woman. All this happened to her because interestingly enough God gave her a limit. God gave her a limit. Without a limit like when they turn the lights off in the cave you don't see nothing. Limits we get them all the time in our lives. Sometimes the limits come across as rules. Don't lie. Don't cheat. Don't hurt somebody. These simple limits, tell the truth, these are limits. And sometimes they're pretty inconvenient, especially if you're in the throes of being angry or in the throes of being afraid or other kinds of things, and we toss the limits aside, only to discover when we do it, things are starting to get a little dim and a little dark. If you pursue it too long, they get very, very dark indeed. So what at first may seem like a bother. Do I have to? (laughs) Have you ever said it (laughs) Do I have to? Well, you know, your parents love you, they're good. God loves you, he is good. The limits he gives us are not because he's trying to crash your party. The limits God gives us is not because he's trying to destroy us, but so that we can find out where we are and who we are, who we really are. And so that with Mary, we too can become light. We too can find ourselves lifted up in prayer before God. This is his good will to us, and he gives us her, who was an example of complete darkness, who becomes an example of complete light. To tell us this is how He wants our life to be. Some in our parish children make first confession. It's a way across the door. It gets you across the door. You cross the threshold. You leave the dark and come into the light. And if you're young, it's not very dark. You know, no, it's not. I mean it doesn't seem like well, it was not a big deal. You know, you get older, you need to know the path to the light. So God give you grace. But they, uh, and I always like all of us, Christ, to thank Him for the limits in His life that in our lives that He gives us, that we might know ourselves, and that we might know Him. For in His light, we shall see light. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. <laughs>